Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Talksport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Saturday, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, we start the day as the EFL returned last night with Huddersfield getting the new season underway against Vincent Company Companies Burnley as they look to bounce back from relegation. This is how it sounded on Talksport. There will be trials and tribulations, hope and heartache, delight and despair from now until the end of May. This is the first of more than 450 games to come this season with the Talk Sport Network. Ashley Barnes darting through the middle for Burnley. He's onside, right-handed to the penalty area. What a tackle by Lee sliding in the centre-half. You can see from the from the Burnley players, Vincent Company sent them out with certain fundamentals. Keep the ball when you don't need when you don't need to um, go forward. And when there's a little bit of space, let's see if we can probe and penetrate in behind. Brownhill back to Barnes inside the penalty area. And Matson curls it into the bottom corner. The first goal of the new season is a Burnley goal. And a debut one at that for Ian Matson. Burnley still looking for a second here. Cullen will take the ball into the box. What a good save by Nichols, the goalkeeper. Racing into the penalty area late to try and meet it was Connor Roberts. The live football campaign well and truly underway on the TalkSport network. The first game of the championship season has finished Huddersfield nil. Burnley won. Now we can hear from both managers. Burnley's Vincent Company company. But first, Huddersfield's head coach, Danny Schofield. All my life and all my career, as a, as a, all I've done is football. I've played football now. I'm coaching football at first team level, and it's something I love. I know it's very challenging. Um, I know there's lots of obstacles in the way, but look, we need to um, we need to be positive all the time. We need to definitely reflect and look at how we can improve. But we, we can't be negative about anything. We need to be positive, and that's the way we'll um, we'll perform. With the Burnley style, I. I... I agree and disagree because one, I think what we showed was a lot of togetherness today. We looked like a real team. Lads worked hard, lads were aggressive, winning challenges and and that's what the fans want, so we, we gave them that. And then the other side of it is more, you know, just trying to to find ways to score a goal, a goal from, from when you have the ball as well. And, and But one thing we, we, we can't forget and, and I think for me that's the biggest thing about the Burnley style is there was, there was hard work on the pitch today, real graft and, and that's what the lads can be proud about. Now this evening live on TalkSport it's the traditional curtain raiser for the Premier League season as the Community Shield takes place between Man City and Liverpool. Let's hear from both managers Pep Guardiola, Guardiola but first Jurgen Klippity Klopp. 
the good thing is um, we don't have to think too far. We, jo- we just have to find a way to win the football games, the specific football games on the weekend. So like now on Saturday, which is early, I, I like the competition, but I think um, again here would be possible to, to find another date for it maybe because we had a longer season than, than other teams and now we have a shorter uh, preseason than other teams. So they all... <laughs> Um, it makes not too much sense. I think Germany plays the Super Cup final, and the, the, for that day, the teams who are involved don't have to play one cup, one cup round. Uh, there are opportunities, obviously, but maybe we can think about that, um, or somebody can think about that. Um, no, so we have to find a way, and that's what we try, um, definitely, and that's what we're working on since we are together again. And um, yeah, and now in two days. Um, the season starts again and I'm really looking forward to it. Tomorrow start the first title. It's an honor to play again, to play this competition, to win the Premier League with Fair Cup. So always a big success to be in there. We're going to, to try to do a good game against, we know, we know each other quite well at top opponent. Uh, we'll dictate a little bit how is our moment, our level. We just two weeks and a half, three weeks of, of pre-season. It's, it's too short, but at the same time, I saw many good things in this, in this period the two games we played and with the guys we, we have, we are going to move forward. If you analyze what what happened in the last years uh, without these important players, it would have been difficult to imagine it. So in terms of the influence on the pitch, off the pitch, for many, many reasons. But today in the world football, is this kind of situations happen. We wish all of them the best. But yeah, the revenue people, that they settled my feeling quickly. Then yeah, we are going to try for the the NS Manchester City, not this player or the other one. We are all of us and we're going to try to be competitive team. Now on the Matter Post of Cook Show, the guys were joined by the Lionesses most capped player, Farrell Williams, who believes Serena Wiegmann has taken the squad to a whole new level ahead of the Euros final against Germany on Sunday. Of course, a game you could hear live on Talksport. It's a must have to give her a new contract. I think she she certainly is uh I believe that the reason that the squad is in the position it's in, I think her experiences of, of the game and, you know, and, and, and as man, as a manager with, with, with the Netherlands, I think it's really helped the girls. You know, it's something that we've not had before. She certainly took the girls to a new level or certainly their belief levels. So it's key and it's key for, for especially because I work with the under-23s England team and I know how uh, important that group of players her and how much influence she has on that and, She's always tapping into Momali and asking us, you know, what's coming through and, and really wanting to get the same identity with it, with the younger age groups as our senior team. So she's certainly wanting to do it right from the bottom all the way through. And I think that's important. They've got a nice balance within the squad. I think some of these young ones, as I said, I, I don't even think they, they realise how big of an occasion it is and how big a game it is and, you know, how hard many of us have tried to, to get to a final before. The, 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 you know, the, the way that they're going on, it's like it's easy to do and they could do it again. So I think that's a, a nice balance. They'll have the experienced players around and telling them, you know, keeping them calm and obviously telling them how, you know, about the occasion. But you're right, you know, England have to start fast. We can't have slow starts and, and certainly not slow first half. It will be difficult. I just think our girls have just, you know, under Serena, I think they're a, they're a different group of players. They have a different confidence about them. I certainly think the energy that they're playing with helps with the energy that the crowd are giving. I think it's took that to a new level. I think it's an intriguing game. It's going to be, it's going to be difficult, but... You know, where else? At Wembley final, I don't think these, you know, the girls probably have never dreamed of it. For, for us, 
think, you know, when I think about it, I think the older generation of players and fans are, are more excited than this young crop. They probably don't realise, you know, how big a game this is and, and how hard it is to get to the European uh, final. It's going to be difficult. I think the Germans are very good. They're very well drilled, you know, a disciplined team and they just have a know-how. They've, they're eight-time European champions. So you, you, you don't do that you know, without without being good and having good structure and, and the foundations that have been built, you know, in, in the German national team for many a year. So they're definitely going to be difficult to beat. You know, they've only conceded one goal in the tournament. You know, likewise, we have. Now, with the new Premier League season getting underway in less than a week, the Brighton manager, Graham Potter, and captain Lewis Dunk have been speaking to TalkSport and were both quizzed on the future of defender Mark Cucurella. Let's hear what they had to say. Well, it's just part of the challenge of, of football at this level. You, you know that while the window's open and everyone's excited about transfers and transfer windows and there's speculation everywhere, so it's just part of the part of the job and part of the challenge of being a, a football coach, I guess. And uh, you have to acknowledge that the guys are human beings and um, they've got families, they've got careers themselves. So it's only natural that um, that the that, that you know you have to help them understand that. But um, from our perspective. No problems at all. We're just happy with the guys and helping them prepare to play against Manchester United. Yeah, I've seen it be distractions over the over my years in the in the game. It depends how strong strongly the club wants wants to play and how much the player wants to leave. So yeah, all transfers are different. So I've obviously never been involved in a in a transfer, so I couldn't tell you firsthand what it's like. But if you're talking about Mark Rukele, he's fine and he's he's happy with me. So. Now, with the news breaking that Kukurea has handed in a transfer request to force through a move to Man City, on my Drive Time show alongside Darren Bent, we discussed the use of transfer requests and whether Brighton should just let the fallback go. The two clubs, Sunderland and Villa, had agreed the fee and stuff, and then, which I can understand, at the very last minute, I was told I had to tra- hand the transfer request in. So then it takes the kind of pressure Why? off. Why? Because then it look, they put it all on me. So then it looks like I've forced the move. Whereas I'd never handed the transfer request in at first. When I was in the room about to sign for Villa, it was like, oh, you also have to do this. But I was always told that when you hand a transfer request and you lose X amount of money in... No, it was one of them. Where I, I can't even... The whole kind of money side of it, I can't remember, but I can just remember being told that I had to do that or okay. they weren't going to sanction there you go. the move. Okay. So, But in, in this scenario, it's strange because all of a sudden, if, if Manchester City don't come up with the, the 50 million and mm-hmm. he's, he's got to stay, I don't know how he walks back into the dressing room and how he... he goes and plays in front of them fans again because he's, he's made it evidently clear and I, I get it. He, he, he's going to arguably, one, not even arguably, one of the best teams in the world. They obviously really like him. They want to sign him. He wants to play in the Champions League. He wants to compete for the major honours, the Premier League, the Champions League, all, all the trophies that City do. So I get why, he's want to, why he wants to go. But if it just doesn't happen and he's got to go back, first and foremost, I think you'll lose a little bit of the player if you keep him because he's, he's mentally going to be all mm. over the place. What about if he refuses to play? I don't want to play. They'll just keep finding him. He'll keep losing money. Oh, I'm not ready to play. Mentally, I'm not ready. No, they'll find it, because I say you are. But you, you can't you can't keep doing that for, for forever. So but I, why, don't, why can't they just say to him, well, he's not going to play, he doesn't want to be here, let's reach but, some but, kind but of this, agreement. This, this is what I think. I think when you've got a player that doesn't want to be there, mm. it does more harm than good, because you're, you're keeping a player there that, listen, I don't know his personality, but he could be to- toxic in the dressing room, well, it's going to unsettle the dressing room. It's going to unsettle the dressing room. But a lot of the players in that dressing room will understand where he's coming from. Of course they because, will. And again, no disrespect for Brighton. I spent a little bit of time down there. You're talking about Manchester City, one of the best teams in the world. Like, if any one of them players in that dressing room had the opportunity mm. to go to Manchester City, they'd do it. 
So the fact that they've said no and making it difficult, I think if you've got a player that doesn't want to be there, just let, get some kind of arrangement and let him go. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, with rumours continuing to rumble on on Cristiano Ronaldo's United future, Trevor Sinclair told the TalkSport Breakfast Show that Ronaldo is acting disgracefully and trying to bully the club. For me, he's not earned the right to be in the Champions League this year because his team's not been good enough. You talk about you know good influences on young players, and I think he has been spoke about in that way. Well, this is a disgraceful way to... Uh, influence young players, spitting your dummy out, saying, I want this, I want that. The club doesn't matter. It's all about my records. And, you know, I remember when Dimitri Payet kind of went on the same thing. It was in the papers. He's gone on strike. They absolutely destroyed him. Where's all the same... Me- where, where's, the, where's the equality when you're talking about players um, and situations and demanding things? Whereas there's almost effigies being burned of Dimitri Payet. Payet. And you look at Ronaldo and he's getting away with murder. He's holding the club to ransom. Um, we've seen it. I mean, get your head around this. Can you imagine a player holding Klopp, Pep, Conte, Tuchel? We've already seen him with uh, Lukaku last season. He wasn't suffering any of his uh, shenanigans. And then Arte- even Arteta, a young manager with Aubameyang, the star player, he just said, by the way, you're not playing. I'll get you out of here as soon as I can. So in this situation Ronaldo's trying to leave Eric Ten Hag is new in the job it's, it's a difficult situation for him to be in but I don't want to see this I don't want to see Manchester United as a huge football club getting bullied off a player and I don't care who that player is and I think that's what Ronaldo's trying to do now new QPR manager and brother of Ian Michael Bill spoke to Matt LaFace and Crook ahead of the new EFL season getting underway and he's incredibly grateful to Steven Gerrard Gerrard for the influence he had on him Oh, I learned a huge amount in terms of standards, in terms of the big moments. So you can go on all the courses in the world, but 
when you're in that dressing room and things have not gone to plan, or even when, even more importantly, when they have, the words that you say and the tone and your body language, those two guys were captains for a number of years for successful teams and their national team. So their big game experience combined with my years of coaching, it all came together to make a really strong team. And I thought I learned loads of them just in terms of the way you carry yourself and the way you deal with people on a day-to-day basis. So I'm hugely thankful. Obviously, we're still very, very close. But in this game, it does happen where, you know, you obviously move on and, and, and you chase your own dreams and goals. It was important that I did that as well. I'm looking for the devils in the group, if you like, because they seem too nice. So I'm sure they'll <laughs> appear over time. But it's important when they go on the pits that they can really compete and, and show a different side of controlled aggression and, and, and desire. But in terms of working with them, they're all impressed young men it is a very very young group in terms of the players that left there was a number that left but there was also a number of age and experience that went out the door I'm always saying that we'll have a young team but at 24 25 they are men and it's important they take the opportunity in front of them I've seen a group hugely committed have learned a lot from last season because they did so well and then fell away towards the end so there's a a little bit of regret and I'm hoping we can use that positively this season but so far so good with me on a personal level they've been great it's a great first game John Dole Thomason's first game as well so it'd be intriguing two teams that had similar seasons last year have lots of good young attacking players I'll be hugely proud the only thing that will beat that is the week after at home to Middlesbrough at Loftus Road because you're starting you know your your, your home sort of um, job as a manager so that will only be the thing that beats it but I've waited for this moment a long time hugely proud for me and the staff and uh, yeah we're excited about the journey ahead and finally in some sad news after the passing of former Arsenal captain and manager Terry Neal Arsenal legend Bob Wilson paid tribute to his former teammate and reflected on him as a player and friend. Well, as a player was obviously, you know, his his central uh, defensive role and the command he had. Terry was never short of a word or two, <laughs> both on the pitch or off the pitch. And that in itself is good, I think, because, you know, I can I can almost off the top of my head think of some amazing teammates who on the field were just magical and inspired and off the field were as quiet as mice. And Terry wasn't that. Terry was very vocal on the pitch and very vocal off the pitch in in both really kind ways if there was a problem in your life or sadness or, you know, particularly if, yes, um, in in almost any respect, um, when when my wife and I lived in Brookmans Park in Hertfordshire for 30-odd years of our lives, uh, Terry actually became a neighbour out there. So we, we were very much in touch for a long, long time before he, he moved away. He was the one who came to me after I had finished playing and said, Bob, I hear you're setting up goalkeeping schools. And I said, yes, Terry. And he said, look, there are no goalkeeping coaches. Do you think you can spare time from your new job, which by then was in the media and television, and I said, look, this, this is, you know, I am a, a trained teacher, so teaching, coaching, coaching, teaching. And he was the first one to recognize, because I became the first one who, who on a daily basis went in and coached the goalies in amongst all my other stuff. And so I owe him that. He was the one who, who realized that, you know, you look at every club now at the top level and they've got two, three, four goalkeeping coaches.
Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Don't forget, of course, to hit that subscribe button. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show alongside Darren Bent all next week and the week after and the week after and forevermore. Lots of live football coming your way over the weekend. All kicks off at 2 o'clock with game day live. Adrian Durham with all the goals as they go in from the opening Saturday of the new season, including Blackburn against QPR, Cardiff, Norwich, Derby against Oxford, Sheffield Wednesday against Portsmouth. We've got live commentary on TalkSport 2 exclusive as well, don't you know? At 3 o'clock, as Cardiff take on Norwich. Then at 5 o'clock on TalkSport, we have live commentary of the Community Shield Man City taking on Liverpool. And then we round off the day at 5.30 on Talk Sport 2 as Middlesbrough take on West Brom. Then we're back on Sunday, live and exclusive on Talk Sport as Sunderland take on Coventry. And of course, we end the weekend's football with possibly the big one. Fingers crossed as England take on Germany to find out who the winners of the Euro 2022s will be. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Austin Talk Sport Daily Podcasts at first in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good weekend and above all, come on, England! That was a podcast from Talk Sport.